Hi, I'm looking for a red wave. Have you seen one anywhere? I was told we'd be drowning in a red wave by now, and I'm really having a hard time finding it. Has anybody seen a red wave? You? Anyone? You seen a red wave anywhere? No? Welcome to another episode of Han Solo, a podcast I, George Han, do by myself, solo. Get it? This is a commercial-free endeavor, but you can always support or subscribe at georgehan.com slash support, and I thank you for your ear. I hope you enjoy it. On today's episode, it's going to be a short one, uh, but I'm going to share some of my thoughts coming away from Tuesday's midterm election. But first... Since I just started working from my new office in Rockefeller Center, I have a report on the looks I'm seeing on other guys working in the area. Guys, it's not great. That fleece vest look is real. It is such a boner killer. Can somebody help me understand how, and perhaps most pointedly, why? This look came to be the default uniform for dudes in the tech-slash-money-slash-banking sector. Where did this come from? Silicon Valley? Is that where? I mean, I'm genuinely amazed that any of these guys ever get laid without paying for it even. You know the look. It's a dress shirt, and then over that is a thin sleeveless vest and either fleece or quilted nylon. It's often got corporate branding on it, like a bank or an investment firm or whatever. Uh, then we've got slim fit, often too slim fitting, uh, khakis or chinos with that peg leg silhouette. And then we finish with a loafer or some lace up sneaker loafer hybrid or something. It's, it's really strange. Whatever these guys do for work, they're also doubling as very effective vaginal drying agents. I can assure you in that on the plus side though. I have clocked some good tailoring on m- more senior-looking serious fuckers at the Shoe Shine, uh, which is one of my new favorite hangouts on the concourse under 30 Rock, where I was very happy to learn the guys do a cream shine for shoes uh, made with cordovan leather like mine. That's been a nice feature. So that's fabulous. The place is called Eddie's. It's right out of the subway, too. Um, they also replace the taps under my heels, which I've, I've had them do a couple of pairs of shoes by now. And that's been great. And I like to support a local business. So fantastic. I just sit there, read a book, do some Twitter, look at some emails and get my shoes done. It's kind of great. One common thread I've noticed in all of the modes of men's dress on the NBC campus here and kind of in the immediate environs is that the necktie seems to be on the endangered species list. I literally saw on television a news anchor, a news anchor on television, not someone, not a guest, the news anchor co-anchoring with his female counterpart without a tie on. It's a thing. So I'm wearing one right now as I speak. I like it. I went to I went to an all boys prep school. You know, <laughs> it wasn't fun at the time, but it's it makes for good memories. Uh, all boys prep school where we had to wear a tie. We had to wear socks and a belt and stuff. They still do, I'm sure. I like wearing a tie. I do. 
I think ties are great, and I encourage anybody who wants to wear one to wear one, uh, especially if you want to stand out and not look like everybody else in that dreaded midtown uniform with the fleece vest. Holy shit. Uh, yeah, that look needs to die. All right, moving on to happier subjects. <laughs> the midterms. All right, all right, all right, all right. Here's what we know. There was no red wave, right? And also, by the way, no reports that I've seen of uh, of voting misbehavior or fraud or anything. None, none of that, really. That seems to have been really nipped in the bud at this election. I haven't heard any rumblings. Um, I've been tuning into Twitter. I've been looking at websites, and I've been listening to public radio, um, nothing. Uh, if there are reports of this, I haven't seen any, but it seems that everybody like, seems to be cool with how this has turned out and accepting it and you know saying, okay, I guess I did lose. Uh, Lee Zeldin here in New York for a hot second didn't concede to Kathy Hochul, who was the first woman elected as governor of, the US, uh, of, New, York, of New York State. Um, she fell into the job after Cuomo was ousted, or rather, to he, um, uh, he resigned. But, uh, and then, because she was the, uh, it's not the vice governor, it's the lieutenant governor. <laughs> she was the lieutenant governor, and she took over. So, yeah. Not a first in these parts. We had a couple years back, we had Jim McGreevy in Jersey in that scandal. Former New Jersey Governor Jim McGreevy was in a little bit of a gay scandal, but um, not that that should be a scandal. I think the scandal really was that he was unfaithful to his family. Um, but it was not the bloody referendum that midterms usually are for a current administration. In fact, it was kind of a repudiation of a lot of the conservative culture war nonsense. At least it sort of feels like that, you know? Um it seemed like voters just showed up and said, not so much. Because usually, you know, since a Democrat is in the White House, you would expect Republicans to really dominate and really just kind of, um, you know, win big on midterms night. And that did not happen this year of all years. Um, in fact, it was as if there was not much of a red wave met with a really tough blue seawall, you know, um, you know, that levee held and pushed back. You know, it's, it's, I don't know how else to describe it really, but it's not supposed to go this way. This was an anomaly and a sign, uh, that Trump is, out and Trumpism is on its way out. This was a bad referendum on Trump, on him and his his ism, right? In fact, the GOP seems to be very swiftly kicking him to the curb as a liability, um, which is delicious, by the way. The front page of the New York Post um, really, you know, f go seek it out. Go look at it. You can find it online. Hilarious. Um, and there was a very an editorial in the Wall Street Journal that I really enjoyed and directly called Trump a liability for the Republican Party. So uh, it seems that Rupert Murdoch and News Corp are officially over Trump 
full stop, which is astounding because News Corp and Rupert Murdoch uh, helped make Trump into the political phenomenon that he became, you know? So when you lose Uncle Rupert's blessing uh, and you're gunning for that side of the political spectrum, good luck. So seems that, yeah, Fox News and Wall Street Journal and the New York Post and everything else on that side is moving on because here's another thing, you know, because I, 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 basically I'm just going over reasons where I kind of feel good about the night. J.D. Vance was a disappointment in Ohio because Tim Ryan should have won. He's a good man. But J.D. Vance is the only Trump-backed candidate that won, clearly, uh, during the midterms. They all, all the other ones, they got that Trump stink and nobody wants a fucking part of it. Dr. Oz, see ya. What a joke. Um, yeah. And also, what else are some takeaways? Gen Z is not just coming, they're here. And they're not having any of this shit, you know? And if the GOP thinks that young voters, like they're going to be able to persuade young voters to be interested in the MAGA bullshit, they are in for a world of more hurt. Good luck with that. Good luck with the cool, hip young people, you know? And say what you will about Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. The kids love her. (laughs) You know what I mean? So... Uh, so other wins of note, and there are others, I'm not going to get them all, but Kathy Hochul, our governor here in New York, first, as I said, first female governor elected in New York State, which is great. Maura Healy in the wonderful state of Massachusetts, uh, where I went to school. Uh, Maura Healy is the first openly lesbian, open member of the LGBTQ community elected governor of the great state of Massachusetts. Uh, Christine Whitmer in Michigan. Fantastic. And over next door in Pennsylvania, uh, John Fetterman, uh, of course, and Josh Shapiro will be the governor. So long, Mastriano, you dick. (laughs) It was as if, okay, and I am not a, I I think I said this last time when I uh, did the episode, I am not innately a political creature. I just have become more passionate, I suppose, and angry in the past, you know, 10 or 12 years. Well, I would say since 2015 when Trump announced, and especially 2016 when he won. But this was as if this year, this midterm election and Biden's win in 2020 was as if people understood, well, let me just focus on this time, Uh, like right now. It's as if people understood that, say, like inflation is a temporary situation, right? Recessions happen. It's a natural part of, uh, of an economy's life cycle, as I'm learning. Um, uh, but it's as if people understood that. I, they're furious about it. I get it. I, like, I'm looking at the numbers when I shop online for food. I'm like, Jesus, like my grocery bill is higher than it's ever been. It's, uh, that's not a new story. And so while people understand that inflation is a temporary situation, uh, while say, regaining reproductive rights or getting back marriage equality after losing that could take a lifetime. And that's what the Republican ticket is after. The Republican ticket is after this religious culture war, the, you know, this, this, this uh, fight against the woke mob 
this imaginary coming to get you woke mob trying to destroy your American way of life, bullshit, threatening, non-threat. It's fiction. No one's coming to take your stuff. Ugh. Can you tell I have an opinion about it? <laughs> but listen, the voters spoke, and I, while, you know, I'm not overjoyed at the possibility of, as, I, as I'm talking right now, nothing's been decided yet, um, I'm not overjoyed uh, with the possibility of losing the House and, oh, God, the, you know, tight race in the Senate. Again, this could all have changed by the time you're listening to this. Um, I'm not overjoyed at that, but what does give me pause and give me a little tickle is that it wasn't the red wave that we were sold. And Michael Moore has been right again, like Michael, not in a sweeping blue wave kind of a way, although it was kind of like, again, look at the landscape and look at what is supposed to happen with a midterm. And it is kind of a, it was, there was a blue counter wave and they, it was almost as if they kind of canceled each other out. Do you know what I mean? And, you know, Florida's going to Florida. Georgia's going to Georgia. There's something weird in the water in that South. And they are so resentful that they lost the civil war and that, you know, a black family was eaten off the China and the white house for eight years. And they're still pissed about it. And I make, I've made this joke, you know, that the GOP platform now is, and I believe this is really how they think, they, this is how they get their base riled up, is that it's just like America's changing and we fucking hate it. Like, that's the attitude. That should be the tagline. That should be the, the GOP tagline. America's changing and we fucking hate it. And I'm sitting here and other thinking people are thinking, sitting here going like, that's called progress. Get over it. You know, get on the train or we're going to leave without you. And don't play this you left us behind bullshit because it was right there for you the whole time. So there's no we are left behind. Get on board. Everyone's welcome. I literally heard someone, this was years ago in Ohio, uh, with the shutdown of um, auto plants. I forget the, the big one that got shut down in Ohio. Um, it'll come to me later but you know people were losing jobs and the attitude was even though there was training for learning uh, learning new skills in other paths like with solar and people weren't interested people were not basically the gist is people seemed not across the board but enough to notice people seemed disinterested in learning new tricks which was so depressing to me and I just thought, like, it's, it's, it's right in front of you. It's been handed right to you. Not a handout, but help and assistance to learn something new. But it was just it was, that, 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 that offer was rejected by a lot of people. Enough to fuck them out of future employment, you know? <sighs> anyway, so let's... I want to leave on a happy note here before I close. I will say this. We are all teachable. We are all teachable. I'm learning new things every day. I'm learning something new right now. I learned a few things before I did this podcast and prepared this particular episode for you. Um, we are all teachable. None of us is done. If you sit there and you're just like, I don't want to learn anything new. I don't want to read anything new. I'm done. 
learning, uh, getting new skills, then ugh, no one should feel sorry for you. That's about willingness, not ability, or lack of willingness, not inability. And um, yeah, life's going to leave you behind. So stay teachable, stay flexible, and that's that's you know that's the way to stay sexy, right? <laughs> so with that, I'm going to wrap this up, and I want us all to remember that we are still, guys, and will be for a long time, in a climate crisis. So let's all try to do what we can do on our own, on our own individual levels to help, whether it's recycling, driving less, walking, or riding a bike. Um, I'm going to take my bike home from the office tonight. Consuming and shopping more consciously, going electric like Bob Dylan, or eating more plant-based foods. Not going full vegan, but we can all cut down, right? So let's just do our part, okay? And that's it, all right? That's it for this episode of Han Solo. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your support here on Patreon. Uh, you can catch up with me on my website at georgehan.com. I'm on TikTok at georgehanNYC, and I'm on Instagram and Twitter at georgehan. Verified without paying for it, I'll add. <laughs> and in real life, I also happen to be George Han. Thank you guys so much again. And again, if you want to throw down some support, go to georgehan.com forward slash support. And that's it. I'll talk to you soon. <laughs>